aforesaid. On three, on three, hut hut. Omaha, Omaha. Go Peyton. Yo, welcome to the sports hit. I'm Daniel, <laughs> and I'm Drew, and uh, we've got no Ian this week. He, uh, I killed him. <laughs> wow, this podcast got dark fast. <laughs> Should have heard. Should have known how hard I came on the intro. I was fucking around this week. <laughs> you know, Ian. Ian is uh, fatigued. Uh, is what I was. What I was told. Ian works. Uh, I don't know what he actually does at his job, but apparently it's hard, and he he works it for long hours at a time. So he's not here this week. It's just gonna be Daniel and I. So uh, there'll probably be less dumb jokes, but no promises. I love Ian's jokes, but sometimes they're, like, dumb, and that's why you laugh at them. Anyway, let's get to the plugs. Uh, this is, of course, the Sports Id. You can check out us on... Check out us, Jesus. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Sports Id, on Twitter, at the Sports Id, and then we also have our very own beautiful website, uh, thesportsid.net, and you can email us, thesportsid at gmail.com. Make sure you check out the sister blog, uh, the other blog in the id network. That's the cinema id, uh, facebook.com slash the cinema id on Twitter at the cinema id and the cinema id.net is their beautiful website. Yeah. Yeah. Check that shit out, man. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I can't be as quiet as I normally am during a podcast and just, oh, yeah. just hop in this week. I gotta you're... be there. The whole time. Because <laughs> you're normally so quiet, Daniel. Am I? I feel like I'm not. No, I, I was being very sarcastic. <laughs> I know. I was trying to trick you into getting crazy. <laughs> All right. So let's let's go over the games then. Um, well, do you want to do the picks first or do the game reviews? I'm not sure which order makes more sense. Uh, you know. All right. <laughs> Yeah, like I did answer that question. Yep, yep. We're uh, we're falling apart without Ian here. Okay, Uh, I guess since we do the picks first every other week, we'll do the picks this week. Like, did you have some revelation that maybe doing the picks after the the review was better? Yeah, I kind of thought like doing the picks first gives away who won, but then I realized it's fucking Wednesday the fifteenth, and (laughs) if people want to know who won the games, they already know. So I'm just gonna do the picks first. So Ian got two right this week. Uh, he got the Broncos yeah. and the Seahawks right. Uh, I got three. I got the Broncos, the Seahawks, and the Patriots right. And Daniel got none uh, because he didn't give us his picks again. I would like to say in my heart and in my <laughs> mind, I got all four right. Yeah. I'm just gonna say. Yeah. Like, I, I don't believe that, but all right. Ask my buddy at work. He, <laughs> he can vouch for me. I'm no. I don't. I don't trust anyone you're friends with. Wow. Is that is that racial? No, it's because you're you. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> All right, so that that brings the totals up to Ian uh, with five, me with six, and Daniel with two because he did. Put I got in, two right. Yeah, you put in your picks for Wild Card Weekend, but you only got two of them. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Uh, so I am reigning supreme again. All right, let's move on to the game reviews. Uh, just gonna say up front here, Daniel, Daniel and I watched very little of these games uh, this week. I don't know what Danny was doing, but I was working. So I watched enough of the games to know what happened. 
All right, I watched highlights and some of the um, San Francisco Carolina game and a little bit of the San Diego Denver game. So what a comeback by the the Colts against the Chiefs this week, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, that was last week. The yeah. The podcast I missed. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, you you missed it. Where were you? Uh, OPSEC. I don't know what that means. Operational security? Oh. You're not allowed to know. Oh. oh, oh, I see. Okay. All right. Well, then let's start off with that Indianapolis game this week. Uh, Indianapolis at New England. Uh, <laughs> Indy lost 22-43, to 43, uh, like most of us expected, and it was kind of an ugly game. I kind of thought by the beginning of this week, excuse me, by the middle of last week, that Indy was going to upset them. I convinced myself that it was a changing of the guard. And here comes luck and bye bye Brady. And it didn't happen that way. I mean, I might have thought that uh, if luck hadn't thrown three interceptions that last week, um, and he threw four again this week. <laughs> so I mean, like in, until I see him settle down in the playoffs, I'm not going to trust him. And so far, it's panned out for me because I haven't picked him, but. Uh, if I yeah, he's had three playoff games so far. He's been terrible. Yeah. Each, each of them. I mean, he wasn't terrible in that Chiefs game, I guess, because... Eh, he was terrible. He threw three interceptions. I mean, they won the game, but he didn't look good in them winning the game. I mean, they, they, they get 45 points, man. Yeah. yeah? So? The Chiefs got 44. I know. That means... When the... When one team has more points than the other team, Drew. <laughs> I understand. I understand how scoring works, Daniel. I'm saying, okay. I'm saying that the Chiefs didn't play very well either, and they scored 44 points. When two shitty teams play against each other, it it, it doesn't. Well, I guess you can't see shitty teams because they're both in the playoffs. But when two teams play poorly, it doesn't matter how high the score is. Both teams played poorly. I I don't know what you want me to. <laughs> yeah, I want I want you to admit that you're wrong, uh, and that you were wrong in thinking that Indianapolis might upset in this game. Let the record show I volunteered this information, <laughs> so it wasn't like I was hiding the fact that I was wrong. <laughs> just let me, because, you know, I could have hit out. I was on a podcast last week. I could have just said, "Ah, I knew it was going to win this game. I'm Bob, a genius." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so let's talk about the game a little bit. Um. The story that I have heard from other sports outlets, uh, professional sports outlets, um, is that, like, I listen to a couple of podcasts, I watch, you know, Sports Center, I watch some shows, and if I had a nickel for every time somebody said, if I told you before this game that Tom Brady wouldn't throw a single touchdown pass, but the Patriots would still win, you wouldn't believe me. If I had a nickel for every time somebody said that, I'd be fucking rich right now. I think you'd have more like a dollar. Because I'm pretty sure you heard about 20 times and 20 <laughs> times 5 is 100. Look at that math on the fly. Cents. And there are 100 cents in a, in a dollar. Thank you for explaining that. Um, You're welcome. That that math on the fly is actually funnier if uh, somebody listened last week because Ian did math last week and he claimed to do it in his head and then admitted that he did it on his phone calculator. Well, it must have him a long time to do that in his head. <laughs> and, like, back out the app and... Search calculator because calculator does something you use no, all no. the time. No, he, no, he made a point of mentioning that he has it pinned to his lock screen so he can open it, like, immediately. Oh. Because he, I guess he uses it a lot at work. But anyway, 
We don't need to talk about Ian's could see, phone I, uh, could see I listen to the podcast last it, week. Yep. <laughs> so not only did uh, New England have no passing touchdowns in this game, they had under 200 yards passing, which is pretty crazy. I, I think it was a game of statistical anomaly. Oh, definitely. Basically, because, I mean, New England knew they could run on the Colts. They, they, they didn't have a lot of passing yards because they didn't try to pass. Why would they try to pass? You got look yeah, Brady only had. In I'm sorry, Brady only had 25 attempts, of which he completed 13, which is not great. But you know, it was plenty. I mean, you get six rushing TDs. I mean, who the hell cares how many <laughs> passes you completed? Yeah. So, you know, they came into the game, uh, obviously with a game plan to run the ball. They probably caught Indy off guard a little bit. You don't think New Angus is going to run it down your throat with a Garrett Blunt. And that is a perfect storm of terribleness and I, I mean, surprise. I, I understand that um, like what makes the Patriots scary to most people is Tom Brady um, and him being able to get the ball to anyone. But it's not like the Patriots running is a new thing. They have always run the ball very well. And while I'm not going to sit here and say I expected them to have six rushing touchdowns and no passing touchdowns in this game, it doesn't really surprise me that they came out and ran the ball, especially against Indianapolis. I I mean, I was in a playoff game. I mean, when was the last time you had a Patriots playoff game where they were dominant on the run, with the run? You know, I can't remember one. I mean, Maybe I guess, that, I guess that's Corey true. Corey Dillon but... years. <laughs> oh, man, take me back to my my early teens. I was like I was like twenty four when Corey Jones. Was <laughs> oh man, I think I owned him on my fantasy team at one point. Uh, yeah, I remember how I remember how ugly he was. That's one of the things I was like, <laughs> God, so ugly. Uh, so those those six rushing touchdowns we mentioned. Uh, Garrett Blunt had four of them. Shane Vereen had two of them. Uh, and Blunt had a 73-yard touchdown run, which was the second longest, or is the second longest in playoff history. I don't know what the longest one was. But. Garrison Hurst. Sure. For the Bengals. <laughs> um, and as I said earlier, I didn't watch this game. I saw the just the highlights, and I I only saw you know a handful of of Indianapolis this year during the regular season. But I feel it's worth noting that if Luck can get a handle on his postseason picks, I mean, with guys like T.Y. Hilton on the team, Indianapolis can definitely be a team for a while. They need more weapons, man. I mean, they do, but they've got they've got time to build a team because they've got Luck and T.Y. Hilton, both young guys, and the team is scary enough as it is. I mean... You know they're what eleven and five, yeah, eleven and five this season, and made it to the divisional round of the playoffs with only one weapon, really. Yeah, because Kobe Fleener is pretty terrible. Oh yeah, Daniel Donald Brown's mediocre. Yeah, Trent Richardson's Trent Richardson. So there's been there's been talk about Trent Richardson is going to benefit greatly from being with the team like over the course of an off season so he can really, you know, um, learn everything. Do you think that's gonna matter at all? No. No? No. Sounds like any more excuses. Yeah, I don't really think so either. He's terrible. So it sounds he doesn't like... break 
He doesn't break tackles, man. You know, doesn't. You know, if you watch like the the new age runner, it's like Lacey and these other young cats like spinning and falling forward, or at least breaking tackles or keeping the pile moving. It's like Trent Richardson runs into a cornerback and goes backwards. <laughs> like what the hell? You're like this bruiser, man. He's terrible. I'm trying to look up his career uh, yards after contact. And my computer is not cooperating with me. Negative five. That's the answer. Wow. That would be pretty bad. I, I doubt it's that bad. But um... I mean, you always go backwards. Holy shit. <laughs> I understand what a negative number for that means, Daniel. <laughs> but thank <laughs> you. Pro football reference. I cannot find yards after contact on here. That's cool. Is it really no one cares about to... Trent Richardson. He's terrible. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, if it matters at all, his yards per attempt is 3.6, which is pretty bad. Unless you run it every down, then well, yeah, you but, score a touchdown. But they're not. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not even his career. That was with Cleveland. It, it dropped to uh, three this season. Wow. Three yards a carry? Yeah. I mean, like you said, if you're running every down, you're ending up with fourth and one every time, and that's, you know, it's not bad. If you if you guaranteed three yards, you're gonna get a first down every single time you need one. But he's not yeah, that what kind of runner. He, what happens when he gets ten yards? Are you are you tired, Daniel? Holy shit, that's <laughs> crap out of nowhere, man. <laughs> wow. Um, interesting fact. I did not know this. He has two career receiving touchdowns only. I'm surprised he has that many. But he's got he's got 14 rushing career, which I mean I guess over the span of two seasons isn't bad. Except that 11 of them were last year, and only three of them were this year. Hmm. All right. Well, a lot of Trent Richardson. Yeah, I I just realized I, I I get lost on Pro Football Reference. I get super excited about stats and numbers, and I start. It's cool. Only the, <laughs> the four biggest teams, the four best teams in the league are playing this week, and uh, yeah, we're so, talking Trent Richardson, you know? Yeah, not much to talk about this week, so we can spend 20 minutes on Trent Richardson. <laughs> All right, so uh, anything else for that game? Yeah, Trent Richardson to start running the counter. <laughs> okay. That's my, expert, that's my expert analysis. Yeah. It's been the offseason working on that, that fake... Or a sweep. Trent Richardson to run the ball better. <laughs> there you go, Indianapolis Colts. You're welcome. Daniel just told you how to win more games. Figured it out. <laughs> Cut the check, baby. All right, so let's move on to the next game. Let's do uh, San Diego at Denver. Uh, San Diego lost this 17-24. to This game was so goddamn boring. <laughs> it was even funny. Yeah, I didn't like I said I didn't get to see much of the games this week. I saw a little bit oh of this this game in the break room. Uh and normally I'm super stoked to take my lunch when a game is on. Like no matter who's playing, I'm just excited to watch a game. And this game uh, about like 10 minutes into my hour break, I just started playing baseball on my phone because this game was so boring. Oh, it was terrible. It was god awful. It was, it was slow motion. It was like I felt like each quarterback like hurried to the huddle, and we watched quarterbacks at the lines for like twenty five seconds apiece. It was like <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just to show anything but this camera view. Uh, but you know, to the game, Denver went up 
big. They dominated pretty much early. Um, looked to be in control, and then all of a sudden, Chris Harris got hurt. Quentin Jammer's got to play Ugh. with Keenan Allen. Quentin Jammer's awful. Yeah, he put him in the rice cooker and smoked his ass. <laughs> you smoke things in a rice cooker? Yeah, that's how bad it got. And uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, seventeen nothing turns into twenty four seventeen. Denver gets the ball. They got like a third and eighteen, I think, on their own, like thirty. Yes, you know, so if they don't get it, obviously at the punt, and you give a hot San Diego team the ball back. I finally wake up around this point. <laughs> uh, Demarius Thomas catches the first down, and there she blows. Yeah. Bye-bye, San Diego. So the only interesting fact I have for this game is that Peyton Manning drew five neutral zone infractions, which is the the most in a single game since, uh, well, since the stats company started recording stats. Is that their name, the stats company? Yeah, no, that is their name, stats. That's the the stats company that ESPN uses, and that's where I get most of my stats from, so. They're not from. No, I don't use Elias. I thought they use Elias. Uh, no, the I'm, the NFL uses Elias, and I'm pretty sure ESPN uses stats. Look at it. Learn something every time on the podcast. Unless, folks. unless I'm a complete idiot and they're the same thing, just yeah, like two different divisions of the same thing. But whatever. So. I mean, it's possible you could be an idiot, but you know. well, that's yeah. I'll never count that out. All right, and uh, I guess we got the New Orleans Seattle game, which yeah, it's all it's all okay. Well, I mean, um, New Orleans. D- d- is there more you want to say about that San Diego Denver game? No. Yeah, I didn't. Think um, so. New Orleans Seattle. I like this game. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about it. Why? <laughs> why did you like it? Because it was. The Seahawks are just big, fat, mean bullies. <laughs> I was going to say, that's what I took away from the highlights, is the Seahawks were just physical in every way imaginable. Oh, they were talking trash. They were hitting guys late. <laughs> the Saints like, talked uh, a lot of trash, too. Jimmy Graham was apparently pretty mouthy. They, there's a difference in, like, sparking the trash talk and then, like, defending yeah. yourself in the trash talk. The Seahawks were just—I mean, they—they're basically telling the Saints, "You can't f with us, man." They know what you do, no matter what you do. We're about to—we're going to hit you. We're going to bring it. I think like during the pregame, the warmups, I read somewhere like the ball—the went New Orleans ball went to Seattle's territory, and Seattle wouldn't give the ball back. <laughs> so they were like, there was. There's some bullies. I liked it. I like how intimidated the Saints were. Combine that with like the rain and the wind and Marshawn Lynch beast mode. Okay, do we have to call it beast mode every time Marshawn yes. Lynch has a good play? Because doesn't that kind of devalue that run? I mean, logically, yes, but it also pays homage to that run because every time you hear the word beast mode, you think about that run. He's just dest- I mean, he destroyed the Saints. Uh, s- side note here about Beast Mode. Do you do you watch any baseball at all? Yes. Um, 
I'm not sure if any other teams did it, but it, like I think it was it was not last year, maybe not even the year before. It was one of the years the Brewers had a run towards the postseason. I'm not even sure if they made it or not. 1978. <laughs> no, it was. I'm pretty sure it was like two years ago. Yeah, it was like. Uh, you need I was to say. You need to stop that noise. It was uh, 2009-8. I don't even think it was that far back. I'm pretty sure it yeah, was. Yeah, it was because uh, Sabathia was on the team, and uh, he was pitching on three days rest, and the Phillies beat the Rays in the World Series, and Sabathia signed with the Yanks the next, the next offseason. Next season, season. Okay, well, that's that's not what I'm talking about at all. What I was going to talk about was um, huh. <laughs> was Niger Morgan having a really good um, like end of the year and postseason, and claiming the beast mode thing is like his own and that kind of upset me even though like i like the brewers and i like niger morgan i thought that was kind of ridiculous like that's marshawn lynch's thing leave it alone you can yeah imitation's the highest form of flattery it's not wrong with that i, I mean I, I like niger morgan but he's he's literally half the man that marshawn lynch is <laughs> Nigel Morgan, beast mode, baby. <laughs> All right. Um, God, I I don't have anything to say about this game either, other than the fact that uh, Percy Harvin got a concussion, which is kind of a bummer because this guy can just not stay on the field for whatever reason. No, remember you guys tried to tell me he wasn't injury prone. I he wasn't at the time that we said it. You know his. The the amount of games he had missed and the injuries that he had had weren't really injuries. They were just, like, medical problems, like his, his migraines. But now he, he's starting to look a little injury-prone. I wouldn't argue with you if you said that now. Oh, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> what? Things change over time, Daniel. It happens. It's life. I felt like he just didn't want to agree with me in the moment, and... Now you do. No, you, I I had that credit. I had that opinion long before I even quote unquote met you, and I say met because we've never actually met. But people need to know that <laughs> some things we can keep personal. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm not sure why that's why that's important, but <laughs> uh, awkward. Yeah. Um, so Niners Panthers. I watched the hell out of this game. Uh yeah the the Niners won twenty three to Carolina's pitiful ten. Uh, Carolina kind of struggled the entire time. You know that's not true. It, eh. Carolina had the Niners number early, duh. And it's, I think it was 49. like one point. Excuse me. Their number it's forty nine. <laughs> <laughs> it was Ian's not here, so I had to I had to. Um, I believe at one point, uh, the Niners had 18 possessions against Carolina without scoring a touchdown Ugh. this season. So they had, they're, they're doing something, and all of a sudden, I'm going to say, right after that goal line stop where they forced uh, Carolina to kick a field goal, the Niners just could, they just went down the field each and every time, like, Carolina could not stop them at all. I I I rarely remember long third downs like the like for the rest of the game after it was like ten six or ten seven, whatever the hell the score was. Uh, it was ten six. 
Yeah. I mean, Vernon Davis started destroying. Bolden was yapping. He was getting buckets, even though it's a different sport. <laughs> and uh, Thanks for explaining that. That's a different sport. And, uh, you know, Niners just turned up, as the kids say, and the Panthers turned down. Yeah, the Panthers' defense just kind of fell apart. I mean, they didn't score after uh, 341 left in the first half. They kicked a field goal on on uh, fourth and goal from the two. And then, well, actually it got pushed back to the seven because of that delay of game. But um, they kicked that field goal, and then they didn't score the rest of the game. It's pretty pitiful. Yeah, they, they. I feel like they got unraveled, man. You know, they started like... Uh, well, Newton, I mean, got, they were... Newton got sacked, what, two times in a row? I mean... Yeah, he took a couple of bad sacks. I thought there was some bad play calling. Uh, they were. I thought they got caught up in emotion too. At sometimes they were yapping a lot with the Pit Niners. I mean, I mean, tons of yapping. Yeah. You know, at some points it's just like you know, just go play football, man. But uh, they they. I feel like they were trying to intimidate the Niners as well, and the Niners were like, "Come on, dudes! You're not gonna intimidate us. You might beat us. We're not intimidating. I'm not scared of." Luke Chavinsky, whatever the hell his name is. What? Keekly? <laughs> yeah, Luke Keekly. Ke- Ke- Keekly. Yeah, Luke Keekly. Hey. So. What'd I call him? Chavinsky? Yeah, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Sergey Samsonov. <laughs> so, uh, a couple other things I thought were interesting about this game. Um,. On that Vernon Davis touchdown, which which was originally ruled not a touchdown, uh, I liked that. Oh, that was a sick ass catch. Yeah, it was it was a pretty good catch and a very nice drag of the foot. Um, I don't like the Niners, but that was you know you got to give them props. That was a hell of a catch for Vernon Davis. Um, but I liked that Harbaugh ran out on the field and got a penalty. <laughs> like yeah, just, that was free. all scoring plays are going to get reviewed, so just wait, just wait for it to get reviewed. You don't have to run out there and argue with them. He did a spin later on in the game. That was just wonderful. Watch. <laughs> I he's, I did not see it. He spun twice. He's like trying to illustrate to the referee what his player was doing, <laughs> and he like spun twice. Oh man! Like not like in a row in the same spot. Like spun, like step, spin, step, spin away, <laughs> spin back, spin back. I was like, what the hell just happened? Oh man! Fucking hardball. He's great to watch from the sideline. <laughs> So, um, uh, the other thing I liked, well, not liked, but the other interesting thing I thought in this game was that, um, and, and to talk about how the Panthers kind of fell apart and didn't get it done, they ran eight plays inside of the San Francisco 10 and didn't score a touchdown. Yeah. That's what because, I'm calling. Yeah. The, the one touchdown they had was a beautiful pass to Steve Smith for 31 yards, but from inside the 10, they ran eight plays no points, or sorry, no touchdown. They did get that field goal, but that's that's pretty. Uh, come on, you know. That bad play calling, man. You know, like they didn't give Cam. I thought they like let Cam run free and do Cammy stuff. <laughs> so I've, I, I thought they were like conservative at the wrong time. I, I, they they were out coached. That's definitely. Who who calls the plays in Carolina? Is it is it Ron Rivera or 
I think George Seifert's still doing it. Is George Seifert <laughs> around? Oh, man. All right. shout out George Seifert on MoFos? People are like, who the fuck is George Seifert? Yeah, that's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly what I was just thinking. He's the coach of the Niners. Like, right after Bill Walsh, George Seifert coached the Niners, and like, he won, like, a Super Bowl or two off, like, having Bill Walsh's players. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, in my in my defense, I don't pay much attention to coaching and coordinators and stuff like that. I pay attention to like the players much more than the uh, you know because I play fantasy football. I don't play fantasy coaching football. That wow. should be a, that should be a thing, actually. Now that I think about it. Hey, me and my buddy were having this discussion the other day. Yep. Whether you should be able to draft teams in your. Uh, Fancy football, like if a team wins, say you have like the Patriots and they win, yeah, can you get it? You should get like points for that. We actually in in the league that I've been running for like eight years, we actually experimented with that uh, like two years ago. Uh, except it was you you draft a head coach, and if that coach gets a win, then that's I think it was like three points or something. And we determined that unless we jack up the point value, it's not worth it, and so we just dropped the position. But I mean, it's it's kind of like an interesting thing to do, and I liked doing it with coaches better because like. It happens rarely, but sometimes the coach will get fired during the season. And I just kind of mm. like the idea of having to scramble and pick up a new coach if that's happening. Although, if your coach gets fired, you'd, it's probably not worth having on your fantasy team anyway. So. All right. Yep. I can't believe... Like, usually, you're the, like, let's not talk about fantasy police, but you just you just brought up fantasy. I mean, I guess I, I brought thought it up. That was, I thought it was an interesting idea. Like, I it feel is. Like, I think it is. You know... I feel like it's really good, and I'm a little disappointed that you and your friends quit so early in the process. <laughs> you know, you threw the hypothesis against the wall. You didn't get the ideal answer the first time. You said, fuck it. I'm not going to do this ever again. Well, I mean. And uh, I don't like quitters, so. <laughs> but it's the league that uh, that actually you play in, and it, like everything else in that league, it gets, like, I'm the commissioner, Wait. but I have, like, literally no power. Everything just gets put to a vote, and if the majority votes for it, that's what happens. And everybody voted, like, yeah, fuck this position, so. Question. You gonna stop opening and starting your car? So, it's getting cold in there. Question. <laughs> I just totally forgot it. Um, oh, yes, I, I remember the question now. Yeah. I will be drafting guaranteed top three in the draft next year. Is that, is that happening? Um, we can talk about this off air because I would have to look, but I'm pretty sure yes. So we'll talk about that after the podcast. Let's uh, let's stay on real life football and move on to the previews of the conference round. Uh, for the AFC, we've got the number two the conference round. Like, <laughs> the, the conference championship. It's the name. It's I mean, there's the wild card round, the divisional round, the conference round, the Pro Bowl that nobody cares about in the Super Bowl. Wait, they call it the conference round, really? Yeah, because it's you're determining who is the champion of a conference, just like yeah, okay. The conference round means that could be any round within that conference. So the divisional round could be the conference round. The wild card weekend could be a conference round because it's a round inside the conference. Fine, if you want me to call it the conference championship round or just the championship round, I will call it that. I'm, I don't give a shit. How about AFC Championship game? All right, the AFC Championship game between the number two New England New England Patriots and the number one Denver Broncos will be this Sunday, the nineteenth at three p.m. Eastern on CBS. Wow, we got really professional in that week. I I was off, huh? Uh, (laughs) 
I've been doing that every week for the playoffs where I give the time, the date, and the, even the network it's on. I'm not sure why, but I feel like CBS should, uh, you know, kick us a little something for that. Yeah, they said they're going to send us more Big Bang Theory oh. in the mail. I said, I said please don't. Please don't. Um, <laughs> we could have got a better matchup, like, in both conferences. Yeah, this is, this is, like, the greatest playoffs I've seen in a while. Usually, like, by now, you have, like, some terrible, like, upstart Packer, Giants. Hey, hey. No offense. Like, throwing a wrench into everything if you're, like, a a fan whose team is out and you just want to watch really good teams play. So it's a miracle that this far into the playoffs we have the four best teams going. Yeah, these these teams are for like you said for for both conferences, these are the teams that like when the playoffs started and we knew the teams and we were like, okay, these this is what it should be. If there's no upsets, this is what the AFC and NFC champions should look championships should look like. The Patriots and the Broncos and the Niners and the Seahawks. The craziest thing, like, the Niners are the lowest ranked of these four teams, but they may be the best team. Yeah, uh, I from a lot of people, they are the favorite because they're the team with the least weaknesses. They can run the ball, they can throw the ball, and they play really good defense. Well, they're the favorites to what? We go in Seattle and win? Because they ain't happening. I mean, they're not, like, by by the betting books, they're not the favorites. They're, it's Seattle by four. But, like I said, like the the podcast I listen to and, like, ESPN, most of their people are picking the 49ers, from what I understand. Hmm. Well, Denver and Minneapolis, it's Peyton versus uh, Tommy again. I think it's the 15th time. Yeah, this uh, is Peyton ten and four in the previous <laughs> matchups. Excuse me, four and ten in the previous fourteen matchups. Uh, it's just you know, it's a good time to reflect as a football fan of this era to like this may be the final shootout between these two where it matters this much because I mean for a while there was like always Colts Patriots, yeah, you know, for the AFC title. Yeah, but the last few years, like, Peyton and Brady haven't laid claim to being the best teams or at least, you know, being the best teams at the right times. But now it's like... It's been a little while since they've been the best teams at the same time. Yeah, or even the best... Like, when's the last time New England won a Super Bowl? You know, when was the last time Peyton won a Super Bowl? And, yeah. But you're right. I mean, they definitely haven't been the, at both at a, a peak level. Mm-hmm. Since that 06, and you know, I think years ago. So I'm excited. I, uh, oh, I God, think this... I, I graduated that year, and I remember watching those playoffs. Oddly enough, I mostly remember the Chargers, but I, I, why I don't know. I've never liked the Chargers, but wasn't that the year? Like, no, that was a different year. I thought it was the year like Ladalian towards ACL, and like Philip Rivers played on a tour in ACL. That was a different year. Um, well, maybe it was the same year. Well, I don't, anyway. I don't remember, but anyway, um. I think this game's going to come down to like, I don't, I don't think New England's going to be able to surprise Denver with their run, but at least they've put into the heads of the Denver de- defense. Like you need to at least game plan for the run. Uh, I bet my bad. Uh, no, uh, I was just waiting for you to finish so I could, um get into the picks 
And I was, I mean, I guess I was going to say in, in counter to that, um, it's not like Denver has a great defense. And for me, that makes this game pretty hard to pick. Um, Denver's the favorites by six in this, but I mean, I could easily see the Patriots, you know, having another four rushing touchdowns and maybe a couple of passing too to go along with it and win in a shootout. I mean, I feel like no matter who wins this game, the score is going to be ridiculous. The Patriots have a pretty decent defense. The Broncos' defense has fallen apart. There's been some injuries, but. I don't know. This game is really hard to pick for me, but I'm just going to go ahead and give my pick now, I guess. I am taking the Broncos. I have to give my pick now? Yeah. Uh, I think the Broncos to win it all, I believe, or did I pick the Niners? I, at least I know I know. At least I picked them to get there. <laughs> uh, it's too late, too late to turn around now. Uh, so I'm going with the Broncos. But I do think they'll win this game. I think they're the better team. I mean, as beat up as Denver's secondary and defenses, I can't imagine, you know, like Garrett Blunt and Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola and whoever the hell else they were out there <laughs> beating Demarius Thomas, Decker, Wes Welker, or Peyton. Like, come on, it's just, you know, it. The lot more pressure on the Patriots defense, I'll tell you, than the Denver defense. Well, yeah, and the fact that it's in Denver kind of helps. Um, I've heard, I mean, I've heard speculation that uh, because it's in Denver, that's actually going to help the Patriots because they can run the ball and, and in the thin air you can wear down a team faster. But I don't, I don't think. Let's stop with this Patriot monster run team, okay? I mean, that's all right. I mean, they had a great game, but let's just not act like. Come on, it's a Garrett Blunt. I mean, I mean, I. I agree. I am not like a huge fan, but as much as I hate Bill Belichick, he has shown that like any back that's there, it's it doesn't matter if it's Danny Woodhead, it doesn't matter if it's Shane Vereen, it doesn't matter if it's Stephen Ridley, it doesn't matter if it's Legarrette Blunt, it doesn't matter if it's Corey Dillon. He will find a way to make them effective at whatever they're best at. So yeah, I don't think I, I don't think you can ignore that run. But I was saying there, I was just pointing out um, what I've heard, but I. Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously, like I said, taking the Broncos in this one, so I don't believe in it either. I think that that theory, I only brought it up to say that I think that theory is kind of ridiculous uh, because I don't think it's really going to matter. Um, I mean, what you want to try to do against Peyton Manning is run the ball, you know, limit his his attempts, limit his time with the ball. But I, I still think that he's going to throw for, you know, a couple of touchdowns more than the Patriots score. That team is too explosive on offense, I think. Yeah. I'm going Broncos. Thirty one twenty one. Oh, you're giving scores. I'm not I'm not doing that. Alright, so then for the, the NFC we have the number five uh San Francisco forty ers at the number one Seattle Seahawks. Uh Sunday the nineteenth at six thirty PM on Fox. Oh, man. I can't wait to watch this game at my buddy's house. I'm going to be sitting around with a couple of Niner fans. Uh, <laughs> the hater in me wants to see them lose. But because I love my friends, I do kind of want to see them happy. So I haven't decided who I'm going to root for in this game. But as an impartial observer, it's going to be fun to watch these two teams. Like, 
try to maim each other for 60 minutes. Like, I'm I'm making each player walk through a metal detector, and then I'm frisking them down. <laughs> Someone could get stabbed. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is a. I mean, this is already a pretty big rivalry, um, and for a, a game with, you know, this implications, you know, whoever wins is going to the the Super Bowl is representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. It's, yeah, it's it's definitely going to be a high energy, high pressure game. You got two teams that are built similarly. <laughs> uh, two West Coast college coaches from the Pac-10, 12, 15, whatever it is. I mean, it's also a legacy-shaping game. I mean, Pete Carroll, all of a sudden, you know, goes from fun-loving, laid-back, hippie coach to, like, a guy that's won a national championship, built, rebuilt the Seahawks quick, fast, in a hurry. You know, and then Harbaugh is going for a second trip to Super Bowl in a row. You know, you got Cap. He starts to elevate himself. Yeah, I mean, so a lot is kind of like uh, riding right now, both teams, just besides, you know, besides a trip to the Super Bowl. But um, if I'm the Seahawks, the only reason I'm so dismissive of the Niners of this game because I feel like Seattle will not lose at home. But if you just want to go matchups, if I'm a Seahawks fan, I'm worried about having to face that Niner defense with, like, terribleness around me besides Marshawn Lynch. I mean, I just don't see Doug Baldwin getting open on 15-yard hooks all day. Yeah, this is another team that needs weapons. Like, Ian and I argued about this last week um, with the uh, the Panthers. He said, like, when he picked the Panthers, he, he called their offense dynamic. Um, and I pointed out that there are no weapons on offense. Like, Greg Olson, who is terrible, is the leading receiver for them this year. Like, Steve Smith is an old man. I'm sorry, I, I loved him years ago, but he's an old man now. And when your other two options are Brandon LaFell and Ted Ginn Jr., eh, I don't think you can call that offense dynamic. And with Seattle, it's kind of the same way. Like, if uh, Harvin was there and healthy, yeah, he's he's scary. He's a weapon. I mean, he was scary with a Minnesota team that sucked. So, you know he's got talent, but he's he's not there. And he, I guess he might play. I don't know. He's got a concussion, so you have no idea until the day of. But um, they don't really have a lot of weapons either besides, like you said, Marshawn Lynch. But uh, like I pointed out last week, they've just been letting their defense do the job and then Marshawn Lynch eat up all the clock and just carry him to victory every time. And I, I think they'll they'll pull it off again here against the Niners. Yeah, I mean, they've. I think it'll be closer than the last two meetings in Seattle. But... Uh, usually these house of horrors for visiting teams to play in are usually figments of the imagination, but that place is really loud. They have, like, man-made earthquakes. I was going to say, they caused another earthquake last week yeah. on one of Marshawn Lynch's touchdown runs. I mean, yeah, they're just... <laughs> it's a tough task, man. You know, I would have respect, so much respect for the Niners. I, mean, I already do, but... Like, if you beat Green Bay on the road, Panthers on the road, and then Seattle on the road to get the Super Bowl, holy shit. Ugh, but, that, uh, that would be, like, unbearable for me. I I have never liked the Niners, and for them to do that would, like, I would hate it because it would validate them, and I just, I want to believe that they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Seattle win 20 
to three. Wow, three points. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think uh, Niners are going to get shut down. I'm going to go. Uh, I guess I'll give a score on this one just for the fuck of it. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm also taking the Seahawks. Um, I'm going to go. Let's say nineteen nine. Nineteen nine. Yeah, they're going to get a Seattle's going to get a safety. Sounds like a Yankee Red Sox score. <laughs> wow. So we we agree in our picks. We think that the uh, Broncos and the Seahawks are going to meet in the Super Bowl. And uh, let's go crazy and speculate. If that's the matchup, who do you take? Ugh, I had a yawn, so that's what that pause was. Uh. <laughs> you should have pretended you were really putting a lot of thought into it. Oh, I could have. Yeah, I, I should have played it another way. Anyway, um, that game is it's about strength versus strength. You know what I mean? That's just like I just would love to watch Sherman versus Demarius Thomas and whoever the hell else is on the other side now. Browner. Browner's out. Oh no, that's no, right. Browner's out. That's right. Uh, against Decker and Chancellor helping down. On Julius Thomas, I mean that's just strength versus strength of passing offense, a passing defense, which is dominant in this passing offense age. So uh, I'm just gonna take the better quarterback though, because I don't think Russell Wilson could be Peyton Manning. No, I think he's certainly a serviceable NFL quarterback, but he's not special the way Peyton Manning is. I mean, nobody's. I don't even think Tom Brady's special the way Peyton Manning is. But whoa, 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 easy, Tiger. <laughs> Tom Brady's, I mean, if you say Brady or Manning, I mean, I, I, I feel you can't go wrong. But I'll tell you this, out of all the quarterbacks in history, if I had to win one game, I'm taking Tom Brady. Uh, I'd, see, I'd take Peyton Manning. One game to win? Yeah. Hmm. He's got the, come on, he's got the touchdown, single season touchdown record. He's got, how many friggin' passing records does he have? A million. Yeah, that's exactly. So, all right. Um, is that it? Is that we done? Is I, that the... I think so. This might be the shortest episode. Uh, well, it's only two games. Yeah. So, I think next week we should do like Super Bowl and then like our awards and talk awards. But oh. we can talk about that later. But because, yeah, I mean, I like that idea though. Yeah, words. Uh, you listeners, if you have any ideas for uh, what you'd like to like to see us do next week, um, you can send us an email, thesportsid at gmail dot com. That's T H E. What? <laughs> I, we're never gonna get around to that. But I'll. I mean, I'll do it. But you guys will both be like, no, no, we'll do it next week. <laughs> was that was that a, was that imitation like a, a combination of Ian and mine voice? I mean, no, but. I was just doing a different voice so that it was obvious that I'm not the one saying that. Oh. Yeah. You hear that? Um, I mean... the bus backing up in your front. That's what that was. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't throw you in front of the bus then. I threw you behind the bus and then told the bus to back up. All right. So you like to keep me on the back of the bus. (laughs) God damn it, Daniel. Oh. All right. Uh, I guess I do have one more thing to talk about if you want to... Spend another minute chatting with me. Um, did, you, did you hear about uh, Deion Sanders wanting to suit up for the Pro Bowl? Damn straight. Yeah. You Let's think- go, Deion. 
<laughs> okay, but I think I think like I mean Go like on Megatron. Let's give ex- yeah, exactly like. I would love to see that, but I, I, he's not going to do it. Like, I think what he's trying to do is, uh, you know, he's going to get Jerry Rice to do the same thing, and then he'll cover Jerry Rice, so it's, you know, more fair. That's like, that's like having, it's like a family pickup game, and like your mom and sister defend <laughs> each other. Well, you know what? Like the Pro Bowl skills competition that they do every year. Like, I enjoy watching that more than the Pro Bowl. Like, I like watching, like, the Legends flag football game more than the actual Pro Bowl. So, oh, yeah. So if you, I like you, watching the grass grow more than I like watching the Pro Bowl. So if you throw, you know, those two guys in there, it's kind of like mixing the Legends uh, flag football game with the Pro Bowl. And you know what? It can't, it can't hurt viewership for the Pro Bowl, can it? I mean... I think I have, like, their own special ref that, like, just refs their interaction. <laughs> <laughs> Every play you get to know, like Dion won that one, one point for Dion, and at the so end they get like they get like a play clock head start, like they get to go for three <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and it's like it's, it'll be like the AFL where Jerry Rice will get to start running from the backfield <laughs> before the snap. God, they're so old. It'll be <laughs> awesome to watch. Though. I mean, them in their prime would be awesome to watch in a Pro Bowl, but like even in a Pro Bowl, but yeah, them at this age, like. The the only way it would be awesome to watch like Dion cover Megatron would be just to watch Dion get burned or if not burned like jumped just completely over like Megatron just like sits on his head kind of jumped over you know I would love to see that I don't want Dion destroyed like that buddy well I don't want, I'm not saying like hurt him but just you know what I mean like where he gets so high that he he literally could sit on him I've been that high before. <laughs> You, you've been so high you could sit on Deion Sanders. Damn straight. <laughs> All right, and with that, uh, we'll close it up. We are the Sportsid. Make sure to check us out at uh, thesportsid.net, facebook.com slash thesportsid, and on Twitter at thesportsid. And don't forget about the Cinemaid. They've got many awesome movie reviews and also their own podcast, uh, TCI with CT&I. Uh, you can head on over to thecinemaid.net to check that out. Also, look them up on Facebook.com slash TheCinemaID and on Twitter at TheCinemaID. Uh, I'm Drew. I'm Daniel. <laughs> Thanks for listening.